2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know how great your house looks and smells when it's just been cleaned? So fresh. And somehow, a clean house makes your head feel fresher, too. With a housekeeper from Care, you can reset your house and your head as often as you like for less than you think. Find a great housekeeper, set a schedule that works for you, and check cleaning off your to-do list so you can put your mind to other, more fun things. Get the housekeeping help you need at Care.com. Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items, library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you, sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com.
3: Rollins with the heist of the century! Time to monitor kid.
4: Make yourself famous! The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. The object. Oh, my witness! He is real- moments unforgettable matches memories that will last a lifetime when it comes to professional wrestling if you are talking about it we are talking about it welcome to the wrestle chat podcast with the ant man here we go welcome to a brand new episode of the wrestle chat podcast hi guys i'm the ant man your host i appreciate you taking some time out to hang out here with us to talk some pro wrestling and sports entertainment i want to bring in my co-host a good buddy of mine and the host of the man child chronicles podcast each and every friday michael glavin welcome back how are you buddy
3: i am doing good um yet another great week in professional wrestling excited to dive in thanks for having me
4: it is a packed show. The good and the bad of wrestling right now is that we've got a lot of things to choose from when it comes to topics. The bad, though, is we don't have enough time to dive into absolutely everything that we would want to. Maybe we should do a bunch of short little podcasts. I don't know. If you guys have listened to it or watch those, let us know. <laughs> it
3: seemed to work for Joe Rogan, so... Yeah, except, well, yeah.
4: talk for seven hours, sure. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Uh, good problem to have i would say Mm -hmm. this weekend marks 21 years since we were all told to get the f out Mm -hmm. and wrestling's top brand dropped the word federation from their name replacing it with entertainment and the wwf became the wwe you don't have a get the f out t-shirt do you
3: i do not uh Mm. my parents would not have been thrilled So, uh, so I do not have, but, but there is always eBay. There is always, that's
4: true. And now you make your own decisions.
3: That's right. I mean, I'm, I'm my, I'm, I'm a big boy. I'm my own (laughs) man.
4: Before we move too much further, I want to remind you that WWE's SummerSlam is taking over Ford Field in Detroit this August. And we want to see you there. So much so, we want to hook you up uh, one lucky Wrestle Chat Podcast fan with two tickets to the show. They're on the lower level, they are great seats for the show. And uh, you don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops to get these either. All you got to do is sign up. So just head over to Wrestle Chat Podcast dot com slash summer. You see it right there on your screen right now. There are details and rules there for you to check out. We'll be giving away these tickets on July first, so go register anytime. WrestleChatPodcast.com dot com slash summer, and we'll see you in Detroit. The 2023 draft continued on Monday's Raw. The Heat piled on Dominic Mysterio is for lack of a better word just substantial it mm-hmm. makes me think sometimes that maybe the booing is piped in but if someone who's been to a live show recently that can comment on this would comment on this video we appreciate it I want to remind you that if you're listening right now you can also watch the Wrestle Chat podcast on YouTube but uh, it has certainly become cool to boo Dominic
2: mm-hmm.
3: D-
4: would I, you be booing I... Dominic right now if you were at a show
3: oh for sure and, and I don't I have not seen something like this in a, in a long time. But you know, people people throw around the word heat and and stuff like that. But this kid is nuclear right now. I mean, he he is. I I, I feel like making a bold statement, and that bold statement is this kid is going to go down as one of the best heels in the in the business. Uh, the, the 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 heat on this guy is just crazy and um it's not the it's cool to boo you type thing it's the he plays the slimy character so incredibly well and more than anything he's not afraid of the cheap heat and uh and i love it i'm here for it all day long
4: does your wife watch wrestling with you
3: sometimes yeah she keeps up
4: It's always on, you know, Friday and Monday. It's on in the in the living room was we're all as a family doing stuff. And uh, just last night, my wife goes, man, they really don't like him, do they? (laughs) It's so loud on the TV. (laughs) Yep. Speaking of Dom, Mommy was the first pick of night two of the WWE Draft, SmackDown's women's champ, Rhea Ripley, is now headed to Raw, which brings back up a question that we talked about here on the show and that is still yet to be addressed. How are they changing titles, she and Bianca Belair? Because they're on the opposite brands of their titles and they're still holding them right now, so they're going to have to address it at some point. Do you have any ideas?
3: I don't know. I have hopes and dreams. Yeah. Uh You know, I've never... I've never liked um in anywhere in, in the WWE when the titles were not two separate title names so it's yeah. not the 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 Raw Women's Championship and the SmackDown Women's Championship that's not interesting to me and so you know even going back now in my opinion which is the right decision with the uh the world heavyweight championship and what we presume will be the WWE universal championship. I really wish they would do something similar with the women and, uh, and, and have something set up that way because it loses a little bit of the grandeur. However, um, just taking a wild stab in the dark. I think we're going to get the old title swap and I just pray to God. Nobody drops one like they did last time.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know that, like, over on AEW, they have an AEW women's champion, and then they have the TBS champion, which mm-hmm. is a women's title. And I, I think that they should do at least consider something to that nature because you literally go from a, a women's champion to a women's tag champion. With guys, you have, uh, you know, a world title, an IC title, and uh, an uh, American title or U.S. title. Yep. Um And everything else in between, it seems like. You could do the same thing with the women. Why do you have to do, uh, you know, one for one brand one for the other? I think they should consider that. That would avoid things like this as well. You have the women's title on one show and you have the whatever the other one's going to be called over on the other show. But that would... uh that would take more planning, and uh, they have a lot on their plate right now. I do know that. The Raw United States champion, Austin Theory, headed over to SmackDown mm-hmm. for the very first time. Raw selected Seth Freakin' Rollins to round out the uh, the first round of picks on night number two. That was it for round one. Anything else in round one you think we need to hit? I know that you know Seth Rollins gets to be on Raw with his wife, Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Uh, all pretty much saw that coming. Uh, other than that, is there anything else in round one that we should hit on?
3: It seemed pretty clean. Um, I, I think a lot of the uh, the more interesting conversations are further into the rounds, but round one was uh, pretty clean. So,
4: All right, let's hit round two. Sammy and Kevin on Raw, the Usos, headed to SmackDown, but Roman still has not talked to the guys uh, since, um, what, I mean, WrestleMania when they yep. lost him? Yep. He hasn't said a word to him. That seems like uh, that uh, is still in peril, but what will continue that peril now that things are separating? We'll get into that a little bit more. Raw took Judgment Day and SmackDown took LWO. It would appear that many stories are coming to an end at Backlash coming up later on tonight with many feuds moving to opposite brands like uh, the ones that we just mentioned. Do you kind of see things getting tied up at this premium live event tonight?
3: I do, and and simultaneously, what I'm so excited about is you can see what's cooking, uh, even as we're tying up some additional storylines. I definitely don't want to jump too far ahead because um, I know we're going to hit uh, SmackDown from last night and everything uh, briefly as well. But um, as much as we're tying stuff up, you see the the beginning foundation of some things that are being laid, and it's uh, it's looking really 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 good but yeah um there's been some scuttlebutt behind the scenes that post backlash uh we're going to see the the real triple h in charge the real paul Mm. Levesque running things and and just in the breadcrumbs that we're seeing uh in the early stages here i I think it's going to be good but i'll i'll save the rest of my thoughts for uh when we brush over smackdown
4: Not this hybrid we've been seeing, right?
3: Right, right.
4: Maybe him and Vance. Okay. Round three. Let's hit this. Raw got the women's tag champs Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. SmackDown took Asuka. Raw gets the New Day. And SmackDown acquired the Brawling Brutes. I don't really see any stories out of that right now that doesn't mean there's not something great planned for any of those because they're all great talents but there's nothing right now that needs to be tied up with any of those uh if you're good with that we'll move on to round four because mm-hmm. i thought this was uh this was very interesting somewhat of a shock seeing raw draft a legend a hall of famer is she back full time or is she- is Trish Stratus just here to tease us a little bit? Yeah, I don't think anyone's complaining either way. Let me tell but you, having something. Trish on any show is good.
3: Let me tell you something: this guy ain't complaining uh, because uh, I feel like I'm 13 again in in a lot of different ways, and uh, I'm not upset about it, and I'm not ashamed of it either.
4: <laughs> I was digging into some uh, some analytics on our, uh, our our podcast here on YouTube. And we're like 98.7% men watching this. So if there's a man that is troubled by Trish being on Raw, go ahead and comment here uh, so we can all make fun of you. Um, <laughs> Smackdown is taking Karrion Cross, and Scarlet. Raw picked Rhonda and Shayna. I didn't know that. I, I, honestly, I didn't know that Ronda was still around, <laughs> if I'm being honest. She is every not,
3: WrestleMania season.
0: <laughs> that has not
4: been a good experiment, and they will not quit it. And now, is that something that is Vince that may not be, uh, be Triple H? We, can, we can only out. hope. I know. I do love this pick. This is my favorite pick, honestly, of the entire draft, and that is SmackDown took la night for me they need to strap the rocket to this guy he's got the look he's got the personality he's got the mic skills yeah what more could they be them being wwe be looking for in a star i don't hate the feud that he was having with bray wyatt but that simply just ended
3: you know i uh you know, R.I.P. to the to the Maxim models or whatever they they were. Um, we don't even need to remember it. To well, be honest, we, we don't need to remember it. But uh, he is he is just a star man, and um, I, I know that we need to find a groove with him. I know that we need to find you know the story with him or whatever. But you know, he reminds me a lot of say like a Cody Rhodes in that the guy just oozes that x factor that that you see in a champion and so um do i think he can by the way his booking has been over the last couple of months can he be thrust into a main event picture uh soon no but, man, uh, let's, uh, let's have him take a run with the U.S. title to get his feet wet and let's uh, get him in some, some high-caliber uh, feuds and th- this guy's money. If, if he's not involved in a significant way by uh, Next Mania, I think we're missing a huge opportunity with him.
4: You've now got Austin Theory over there on SmackDown. That'd be a perfect feud to get things rolling for uh, LA Knight. Round five, Raw takes Braun Strowman and Ricochet, which is a surprising tag team that is doing really, really well. Uh, SmackDown took Shotzi. Raw's next pick went to to Bronson Reed, and SmackDown selected the combo of Elton Prince and Kit Wilson. If you Mm -hmm. haven't had a chance to see these guys yet, they are known as Pretty Deadly from NXT. A little strange, a little different, a little off center, and I think they're going to be good for the SmackDown brand because, well, what I just mentioned—they're different than every other uh, every other tag team on uh, on that show, uh, but really all of WWE.
3: Yep. Uh, the the only worry that I have with them, and keep in mind we're we're under a, a new season, a new regime, but yeah. uh, I I think back to Tyler Breeze. And Fandango, yep. both, both of those guys who played kind of the, not necessarily effeminate, but kind of glitzy and, you know, whatever personas. And they did not translate to the roster, uh, the main roster as well. I've seen these guys. They're extremely talented. They've got a lot of really great things going for them. I just hope that we're really, really careful with their booking and that, uh, and that we don't spoil what they have going on. Uh, in the meantime. So
4: breeds and Fandango ended up just becoming a comedy act before they went their separate ways. One final round. Round six, Otis and Gable go to Raw. Rick Boogs goes to SmackDown. Raw took Katana Chans and Caden Carter from NXT, mm-hmm. and SmackDown took Cameron Grimes from NXT. Uh, I think someone that we need to watch, though, uh, came in the supplemental draft, and SmackDown took a guy named Grayson Waller. Yep. Incredible talent being called up from NXT. There was a surprise, though. It was a non-pick, and that was Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. He's been hitting all the promotional circuits that WWE is asking him to do. A lot of times they do that to potential prospects, those that they're looking to bring up. But he didn't end up on either brand and still an NXT clearly unfinished business there.
3: Yep. It's interesting because um, I, I think a lot of people, myself included, thought he would be one of the first people that are called up. But she I always so I always I always forget that you got to have somebody to hold down the fort. And so um, while I think a lot of people would probably agree that he's ready and there's a lot of trust and, and, and stuff being put in him behind the scenes, but you still got to have people for NXT. And so um, while there was a huge graduating class over the last month, um, I think we're going to I think I think whatever he doesn't do on the main roster in the meantime is going to propel him to success later on and i would not be surprised if there was a backroom conversation that said hey man not yet but when you do it's going to be big and so i i I see big things coming from him uh and and i think he's going to be involved in some pretty intense storylines right out of the gate when he comes up so
4: someone else that wasn't drafted but a lot of rumors about where he may end up is bray wyatt Mm -hmm. and him coming back along with alexa bliss and uh, we'll see in the future what happens with that but them not being picked kind of leads to more speculation and more intrigue with both of them so i'm anxious to see what happens there the day before we drop a new episode of the wrestle chat podcast you drop a brand new episode of the man child chronicles i've had the pleasure of uh, making a guest appearance or two time to time here on there but tell us about the other guys that are on with you each and every week on the man child chronicles
3: yeah so the man child chronicles the, the the four pillars of the podcast is uh, ryan john myself and jay and i'll tell you what these are um some of my best friends um i've known them for a really really long time we're all dads uh we're all uh Rustling enthusiasts were all uh, movie nerds and entertainment nerds, and and I'll tell you what these guys are some of the most witty, smart, and and just hilarious guys that I've ever known in my entire life. And uh, if you get a chance to get to know them through the podcast, you really are getting to know them. And so I would invite you to come be friends with my friends uh, on the Manchild Chronicles podcast um, this week. Uh, we are uh, we or we just dropped um, an episode with uh, our good friend Daniel Baker, and uh, we played some really really fun games. One of them that is our favorite is called Hot Potato, and it's okay. where we we pick an actor and we are on a time limit, and you have to keep naming movies that the actor was in before time runs out. And the thing is, there's only so many movies. And so right. guys start dropping off, and it's really it's intense, and it's a really good time. So I, I'd invite you guys to come check out Hot Potato on uh, this week, Man Child Chronicles podcast.
4: And you, also, you can find that wherever you listen. If you're listening to this podcast, it's literally right next to it. Just search it. Just the Manchild Chronicles. We're on, on the same place. You can also hit up the themanchildchronicles.com for some other fun stuff there, too. Uh, fun, fun podcast. You should uh, subscribe to that one as well and make it a part of uh, your week. Th- uh, reading over this tweet, uh, Tony Khan put this out yesterday. Thanks to amazing support from our fans at AEW All-In London Wembley Stadium, has sold 60,000 tickets for 6.1 million pounds, or $7.7 million. This is one of the greatest success stories in wrestling history. There are still great seats that are on sale now, roughly uh, still another 30,000 available. And that right there, 30,000, is an incredible, incredible uh, capacity for, for any show, to say that they've already doubled that and still have that left is uh is something to uh to be celebrated in all of wrestling and from if, if i remember correctly there's not one match that has been announced yet Yep. am i right about that I someone be- will comment in the in i the, believe in the comments so but that, so, that
3: sounds yeah. right <laughs>
4: Chris Jericho also put this one up, too. They said we couldn't do it, and yet here we are at 60,000 tickets sold by the first day of general sales at AEW has created a monster, and I plan to lead the charge. See you in August at Wembley Stadium. Hashtag the Ocho. How smart of Chris Jericho to, uh, I mean, it's not a it's not a stretch to say that he's right there at the top, but for him to be sure to uh, inject himself at the at the front of this pack yep. is uh, is so smart of him how massive is this not only for AEW but but for all of wrestling
3: oh man i mean none of us are shocked but no. we're still surprised and that's that's yep. the best part about it and i don't care if one more ticket gets sold between now and august it yeah. is a success story through and through and let me tell you something it's WWE's job to downplay this just because it's that's business that's just it, right. that's is the way it is but at the same time competition makes everything better we you know we would have not had such history being made uh from uh the monday night wars had uh had WCW not picked a fight with WWE and, and the repercussions of that era, you would not have your Shawn Michaels. You would not have your triple H. You would not have your undertaker. You would not have the rock. You would not have stone cold, Steve Austin. And, and so competition makes everything better. And AEW, while they've had much success in, in a lot of things that they've done, this is the stamp that says we are here we're not going anywhere, and we're, we're here to, to, to make ourselves even more known and to place ourselves in the middle of, of pro wrestling conversation. So I'm, I'm so happy for them. I'm happy for that roster, and I'm really excited to see what comes out of that show when they start announcing matches.
4: <laughs> I'm happy for us, too. that we get to watch this and get to witness it and be alive as wrestling fans during this time. People who are not wrestling fans will not get it. And we're not talking about them and they're not watching this podcast. So it doesn't really matter, but uh, I do have family. You have family, you have friends uh, that go, I I don't understand why you uh, like you literally collect wrestling belts or Mm -hmm. you have a, you sit around and talk about wrestling. You watch this and you do it all the time and you're on a podcast you guys know it's a family here and uh, man I'm so excited uh, to see what happens out of this I'm also I think it's even more impressive there's no Bill Goldberg announced for this there's no CM Punk announced for this there's no other rumors announced for it and it was again another one that they they sold and no matches have been announced for. So yep. I'm excited about that. Speaking of shows, AEW has planned a new show coming to Saturday nights called AEW Collision. It's on June 17th. This is not a secret anymore that CM Punk is planned to return at this event being held in Chicago, but a perceived leak of the roster has some interest peaked here. Let's uh, push in on on this graphic right now and see those that are highlighted. Punk obviously being the one there at the top, but here it shows the return of Andrade El Idolo and the premiere of Matt Cardona. That's the first time I've heard or seen anything about Matt moving to AEW. Does this surprise you if it was true?
3: Not at all. I mean. Matt Cardona has been uh making quite the name for himself so much so that I've not been able to keep up with him because for a minute he he like owned GCW or or managed it or something (laughs) and then and then I felt like a month later it's like you know Matt Cardona retires from GCW and I'm like okay but um the guy has found his stride he's been gone for a good amount of time where he's been able to to break free of woo 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 and you know uh, it, and, and so uh, I'm excited. I do believe that he'll come back home eventually, yeah, as I as they too. as everybody needs to. But um, what you know, I hate to throw stones, but I feel like Matt Cardona is going to successfully do what Drew McIntyre could not, and and I feel like eventually he'll circle back around to the WWE. But he is killing it right now and I'm super excited for him to be there. Quick other point. The only thing that I'm worried about, you know me, I always like to find the bright side of wrestling. I very, very rarely talk negatively about something. I'm worried that AEW is pushing too much television because I'm getting flashbacks of WCW Thunder and nobody wanted to be on Thunder (laughs) so I I hope that they're very very careful with what they're getting into because WWE had to learn the hard way that once you add television it is very difficult to take it away and so I hope Tony handles it with care I believe in him but I'm also just nervous so uh, we'll we'll hope that it's on the up and up
4: Eric Bischoff has a fantastic podcast, not only 83 weeks, but he does another one during the week called Strictly Business. Uh, he and John Alva talk about the business of the wrestling business. And he talked a lot about uh, the, and one of the differences between WCW and him being told that he had to do uh, Thunder was that he was not given a budget. He said do you do they were he was just told that you have to do this other show you need to split your roster and and do all this stuff but you have to do another show but you have to come up with the money and just use what you have at least with Tony uh, I don't know that it's endless but they're it's strategically laid out much better than uh, the the network actually owning the show and go, yeah, just make another wrestling show. Why yep, not? Yep. So, uh, But I'm with you. I hope that uh, it doesn't oversaturate. And I will say that uh, I'll touch on All Access. I have thoroughly enjoyed All Access, and I think it is going to end up making, if you haven't watched it yet, you should, but it, it's going to make stars out of two guys that are already stars just even bigger. And it's Sammy Guevara mm-hmm. and Adam Cole. Mm -hmm. Those two, well, even Britt Baker, who's just an amazing star, and Ty Mello. um, All four of those are really featured in this show. In fact, they they showed this week a, a clip of Sammy going back to uh, Wrestle Circus, which was a, or the building for Wrestle Circus was at 8th and Congress in downtown Austin. And I got to shoot photos at the very last show that they ended up doing where Sammy Guevara won the title. He went mm-hmm. back and visited the uh, the venue and how he just remembered being there and, and dreaming of making it big one day. And here he is at AEW. But if you get a chance, watch this week's All Access. Let's move on here. There's some uh, some questions. Uh, back to that, that graphic we had up. There are Some questions on the validity of validity of the document, so the likelihood of this just being staged for retweets is is relatively high. But if it is true, that is a a legit roster for a brand new show Mm -hmm. for AEW, and uh, looking forward to having wrestling on Saturday night too. I don't. It's one of those things. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to watch every week. I'm almost uh, almost tapped out at you know uh, well. More so in in family responsibilities, being able to watch another show, but I'll definitely tape it and and uh, and watch watch through that. Uh, big shout out before we move too much further to our friends at Athletic Greens for sponsoring this week's podcast. Athletic Greens is the best way that I've found to get all my daily vitamins in every single day. It's just one scoop of AG one and ten ounces of water. And I am set Uh, doing that helps promote excellent gut health with prebiotics, probiotics and plant based enzymes that bolster your gut health that supports immunity with all with uh, with a full dose of vitamin C, zinc, fundamental mushrooms and so much more. Plus, magnesium and B vitamins that support sustained energy throughout your day. You can get an amazing deal on AG1 right now by going to WrestleChatPodcast.com slash AG1. You can see it right there on your screen if you're watching. You can get a huge discount on a 30-day supply of AG1 plus a free canister, a shaker, vitamin D drops, and five free travel packs to take with you when you're on your go. Uh, when you're on the go. Uh, you can find out more about Athletic Greens and get this deal right now WrestleChatPodcast.com slash AG1. Last night... It was the go-home SmackDown before Backlash, a packed, packed show live from Puerto Rico. And man, they were hot before the first bell. It was very smart to start the show with the LWO. However, it did leave me wishing that I maybe... Had spent a little more time and studying in my Spanish class, I could pay attention to everything that they were talking about. Maybe the WWE could help out and provide some subtitles next time. Uh, or you think that you know, living here in Central Texas, I would have naturally picked up on more, but that wasn't the case. <laughs> I really wish we would were able to see more of this feud with LWO and Judgment Day, but that appears that it's wrapping up tomorrow at Backlash with each of those groups going to different brands. What do you think about that?
3: You know, it's it's tough to say because we keep getting uh, mixed stories in that, well, uh, the World Heavyweight Championship is going to Raw, yet SmackDown guys are competing for yep. the World Heavyweight Championship. So um, I think brand splits are healthy, but um, I'm still waiting to see how everything lies. And, and again, you know, uh, you know, uh, Paul has, has not done us wrong yet. And so for whatever we feel like we're going to lose out on, I believe that he has some great things in store for us. So not too worried about it. Um, I think, I think we were going to have some cool stuff around the corner, but nonetheless, LWO and uh, judgment day will be a good outing for us, whether it will continue on or it comes to an end today.
4: You, uh, you just mentioned it, that uh, some big news that came from the Backlash presser. Let's get into this, that the world title uh, will be a tournament uh, to win that championship. It begins Monday on Raw, but weirdly, it continues on SmackDown on Friday. And I say weirdly because it being a Raw-exclusive title, what's the thought of having SmackDown stars compete for it? Does that make sense in your mind?
3: I, I don't know maybe maybe they're trying to give a shot to some of their bigger names and maybe they'll end up going to raw I mean maybe that's okay. maybe that's the game is that hey you can compete for it but if you win you're you're on raw and you uh, over yeah. m- more than that I think it's probably just a TV thing uh, hey, sorry break the fourth wall here but uh, I think it's probably just a TV <laughs> thing that um, they needed to cram in a tournament yeah. before night of Champions you know with a lot of these uh, these shows they're doing out of the country and a lot of the partnerships they have now they only have a limited amount of tv and so uh, more than anything i think they had to cram in a tournament uh to to be prepared for night of champions but at the same time i'm not going to complain uh no you know we don't have uh because i believe it was two triple threats and then the winner of the triple threats will uh face each other at night of champions and so um i think that's a great move you know we've seen a lot of King of the Ring style stuff over the years, and 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 it's still great. Um, definitely not complaining, but to to have two triple threats, it piques my interest quite a bit, and so super excited for the way it's been laid out, and I'm I'm really interested to see who this inaugural champion is going to be.
4: Yeah, I am too. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I think that it is it is wide open. I think it's going to be interesting to see who are in the matches to begin with on those triple threats on each brand. Uh, and I'm also interested to see how things uh, look on Monday and how different they are with the new rosters in, in in full play on each of the shows starting on Monday. Let's move on to Cody because he uh, he popped out and gave an, another impassioned promo. Uh, does that promo leave you with the impression that he's going to leave backlash tonight with his hand raised?
3: You know, uh, this this is tough. Um, I and and this is this is what wrestling is supposed to be is the ability to say. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, I agree. uh, yeah. and you know, Brock has no problem. Uh, you know, we saw it with, uh, if he was willing to to job out to Goldberg in like 45 seconds, you know, <laughs> I, I, am sure he's going to be fine with Cody going over, but, sure. but I don't know. I, you know, we've talked a lot about Cody over the last couple of weeks on the podcast. And, uh, I, I think there is a chance that, that, that Brock could go over and I, I think it will just be more of the formation of his story about whatever's going to come. I, I love being at a place where I, I just have to be honest to say, man, I don't know what, what, uh, what's planned for Cody. What I do know is he is the type of character, the type of uh, person, and he has the type of look that even if he does lose to Brock, in my opinion, there is zero momentum lost in what he's doing right now because the guy just looks like a million bucks and he acts like a million bucks. And so um, I'm excited to see what happens with it. I am going to be glued to that TV uh, watching this. I'm excited to see Brock turn purple because he, he's because he got a lot of ring rust on him. I'm excited to see Cody jump around and uh, it's going to be a really good time.
4: Well, Brock being a free agent, too, leads me to believe that this feud doesn't end with just one match at Backlash. He can be wherever, whenever, because he doesn't have a brand that he has to stick to. So there'll be something interesting there <laughs> to watch. Tonight, it's going to be a big one. Backlash coming up. Live on Peacock. Let's hit our uh, the four big matches here. Up first, Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Rhea and Judgment Day drafted to Raw. Zelina and the LWO headed to SmackDown. Does this give you any kind of impression that Zelina maybe takes that SmackDown, the Smackdown title off of Rhea tonight? And she's the size of her leg. I don't know how. You as, do
3: that. as much as I want to believe <laughs> that uh this is a this is a match I I uh, Rhea's just gonna just gonna myrtle later, you know? <laughs> and and I I I I wish I could put up a facade as if there's some type of question here, but you know you've you got spell that word for me real quick. myrtle. Myr- myr- myrtle later, uh, myrtle later. I, no yeah. I can't. No I can't. Okay. Um But, uh, you know, we just had what I would consider the re-coronation of of Rhea Ripley, um, you know, at Mania. You know, it's, you know, we talked a lot about it going into Mania that, you know, it it was the match from uh, the pandemic Mania that was now giving her a chance to to see all this come to fruition. So, no, I don't think she drops the title to Zelina. And, And to be honest... This is something that WWE is still rough about sometimes in that you can't just put Zelina on our screen, have her win two matches in the last month, and then just expect us to believe that she's a contender, especially against Rhea. And so um, I understand that it's a booking thing. Unfortunately, it's a nationality thing. But uh, I will enjoy watching it, but it's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like watching a sitcom in that, you know, everything's going to reset next week and whatever happens in this episode, it's fine. <laughs> and yeah, so, I agree.
4: So I agree. Yeah. Yep. We got Matt Riddle, Kevin Owen, and, uh, uh, sammy Zayn versus the bloodline jimmy and jay uso and solo sokoa in a six-man tag match it's perceived that everything ends with each team going to separate brands what's your thoughts on this match do you have really any investment or are you kind of finished with this this brawl
3: definitely not finished with it um hmm. you know minus the whole matt riddle thing i'm really excited about it <laughs> and uh <laughs> You know, my God, I just hope that guy finds some 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 shoes or some knee pads or or something because I feel like you know they
4: have addressed his 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 garb. Really, they did that this week. They started talking about what he's wearing and and if that doesn't change in the foreseeable future. I don't know if he keeps the flip flops on now or what, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. But
3: but uh, at least Rusev had the decency to wear some 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 shorts. <laughs> he you had know. tape
4: too. You remember he had tape around. He his feet, did, right?
3: he did, yeah. and and they started making him wear boots because he jacked up his ankle not wearing any boots, <laughs> and right. so. Uh, but uh, anyway, all that to say, I am not sick of this feud. I don't know how I could ever be. You, you know, it's almost like watching uh, Triple H. Undertaker or Triple H, Shawn Michaels. It doesn't matter how many times you watch these guys. Each match you is great. It. It's yeah. just great. And so um, I'm excited to see it again. I think it's going to be done super, super well. I don't know who comes out on top. And and I think the fun part is we're past you know, a situation where there's Stakes about titles Now it's just about honor And now it's just about The, the, the feud the, of, of You know Whatever exists Between all these guys So You know There's also this stuff Cooking in the background With Solo Sokoa um, yeah. You can tell that sure him and him and Paul Heyman are having some conversations, that he's under some instructions from our tribal chief. And so uh, I'm excited to see if that starts coming out in this match or if we're still going to be waiting a little bit longer for that payoff. But super excited about this match. Going to love getting another taste of it before everybody goes their separate ways.
4: What I am excited to watch too is Bad Bunny in a one-on-one match against the Judgment Day's Damian Priest, much like Miz did with Logan Paul. I see Damian Priest carrying Bad Bunny through this match, but it is a street fight. So literally, Bad Bunny could just grab stuff and start swinging, and it'd be a great match as long as he connected with a few of them. Mm
3: -hmm. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) I think this is going to be super entertaining. Bad Bunny, um, while I personally uh, don't listen to his music, you cannot deny that he is just a superstar at everything that he touches and um, he's proven himself in more than one way um, in the WWE and so I think Damian Priest is a great guy to have paired with him this go around because damien's a big guy he can take a beating you know i I think it'll be fun i don't think what i'm most excited about is a lot of times in these celebrity situations sometimes things go a little gimmicky um but i don't think we're gonna go there which is what i'm super excited about so um yeah really looking forward to that i think it's gonna be something to talk about next week so
4: We'll see some big moves, too, I believe, from, from Bad Bunny. He's yeah. saved up on those. Finally, the Backlash main event. Cody Rhodes takes on Brock Lesnar, the Nightmare versus the Beast. WWE's been really good about keeping these two apart since Brock F5 Cody on the steel steps uh, at the uh, Raw after Mania. Do you see this one, one, and done? We talked about that briefly, but do you see it as this being the end of these two uh, for the foreseeable future, or do you see this continuing with weeks and weeks and weeks of uh, feuding and other premium live event matches
3: um i don't think this is going to be a one and done um i I think uh i I think that you know from the storytelling side brock lesnar or cody rhodes is not going to be the type of person either one of them that's going to let you know one match go and and let it be done from a booking perspective i think that this is going to be a a large storyline that carries us through till summerslam especially with uh roman having some much deserved time off um and so uh i I think this is going to be a prominent storyline obviously the world heavyweight championship is going to be a prominent storyline but as long as uh as long as brock doesn't Kill Cody in the process of just being Brock Lesnar. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we'll see multiple matches, and uh, and uh, I think it's yeah. I'm I'm excited, and I'm I'm here for it all day long.
4: I'm looking forward to Backlash tonight as well. I hope you are too. I hope you'll watch along with us. Follow us on Twitter. It is WrestleChatPod, and we'll be talking about it all night. I'm there on Twitter at TheAntMan. Michael's there at Michael Glavin. And uh, follow us. We'll be talking about Backlash as it's happening. I'd like for you guys to chat along with us as well. That's going to do it for this week. In fact, I've got some ribs I need to go get on the smoker. Uh, you coming over?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Be there in 10. Come on.
4: Uh, (laughs) ribs going on uh, here in just a little bit and we'll get ready for WWE's backlash. That does it for this week's Wrestle Chat Podcast. If you haven't subscribed to this channel yet, wherever you're taking it in, if it's uh, on Apple, uh, Apple, uh, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, hit that subscribe button. If you haven't watched on YouTube yet, I invite you to join us there as well. Just look up Wrestle Chat Podcast and hit subscribe there as well. Join us every week, every Saturday, 10 a.m. for the Wrestle Chat Podcast. Until next week, we'll see you then.